This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Time to head off to the Halderberg to connect with the Head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, the Director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology, and the man who everybody holds on to their difficult questions that they don't know the answer to to the moment they get to speak to, Professor Dion Foster. Good morning, Dion. Good having you with us. You well today? Beautiful, Brad. I'm actually in the office this morning, wow. and as I look out of my window, uh, the, the office that I have looked out on the Mudderkerk in Stellenbosch, and it is a stunning, stunning day wow. in Stellenbosch today. Absolutely stunning. Must be really nice to be able to be back there, and a lot of, uh, true for most people, a lot of work done from home. But when you've got an office like yours, um, how old is that building that you sit in? I mean, let's talk history. Yeah, so, well, the, the, the Faculty of Theology, the, the School of Theology started here in 1839, yeah. but it goes back to the 1600s. Before that, it was a jail, and, and I think I've mentioned to you before, we mm. still have those, those uh, cells under seats here. If a student gets naughty, I'll knock, lock them up in there. You do know. it. Do it, Dion. <laughs> do it. That'll sort them out. <laughs> yeah, David, no, it's a beautiful, beautiful old building yeah. and uh, so blessed to be here, so blessed to be here. Yeah, what an honor. So while you're sitting there and you're looking around you, Stellenbosch does not look like it used to look. That's uh, Stellenbosch has its own new normal. What What is normal? What's new normal? What's I don't even know how to think about that phrase even. Brad, you know, it's, it's so interesting. So uh, about a week or, or so ago, I was asked to speak at a conference, hmm. um, you know, someone from Africa, someone from uh, Asia, someone from, from Europe, someone from the Americas to talk about the return to, to the normal. And it was, it was absolutely fascinating for me to, to listen to the different perspectives. What was interesting was that those from Europe and America we're anticipating a return to what was happening before the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm. Whereas those of us from the majority world, from Africa, from, from Asia, from Latin America, we're saying, well, we're not sure that our lives have ever been normal. Mm. Well, certainly they weren't normal before the pandemic struck. I mean, if you think about issues related to economic inequality, mm. to uh, you know, trade policies, we saw now, for example, with healthcare inequality, vaccine, vaccine poverty, um, there, there are different standards for normality. And so that left me thinking, you know, by whose standard do we set the normal? Mm. Now, I went and had a look, as, as a, a, an academic should do, at, at the, the etymology of the word normal. Oh, In other words, where does this word come from? Yes. And uh, it seems that the word comes from uh, a Latin word, um, which literally means to, to conform to a rule, and, and the word was literally the, the word which was used to describe a carpenter's square. Oh. Now, those of us who are old enough will remember those. Yes. Uh, carpenter's square was, was at an absolute right angle, and you could use that to measure uh, the, the, the normalcy of, of the angle that you were working or the normalcy of the wall that you were building. Mm. And... Um, what struck me about that, Brad, is that um, I think we, we've made the mistake in contemporary societies, South Africa as well, of thinking that we set the angle of the norm, that we are the ones who determine what normal is. Whereas for us as Christians, we should know that what is normal is determined outside of ourselves. God is the one who decides what is normal, what is good, what is right, what is pure, what is holy. 
So I, I went and searched the scriptures and I was praying and saying, Lord, would you show me as, as I begin to return to, to what many are calling normal life? I'm back in class, I'm teaching, soon I'll start traveling again. What do you want me to hold up as a normal standard? Because I don't just want to conform to the standards of the world. Yeah. And you know, Brad, the Lord gave me Romans chapter 15, verse 13. And, and I want to share this with our listeners and say, as you begin to, to return to normal, um, think about this. Let God determine the square. Let God determine how life should be. Romans 15, verse 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him, mm. so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, this tells me a couple of things. First of all, number one, God is the one who sets the normal. Mm. So our hope, our peace, our joy is something that comes from God. It doesn't come from our work, our title, our bank account, how busy we are. It comes from God. Secondly, when we place our trust in God, when God determines what is normal, what is right, how we mm. spend our hours, our time, our energies, our gifts, our treasure, our talent, then we will find ourselves not only living with joy, but also living in peace. And that's not only peace for us, but also creating peace for others. So I'd like to invite you, Brad. I'd like to invite our listeners to say, just go before the Lord and say, Lord, would you tell me what is normal for me? Would you tell me how I should live my life in order to honor you? This idea of of normal, I think, um, is a yearning for the things that we used to do, whether it's, I don't know, going to a sports stadium or having a party at your house. You know, that's kind of the thing that people are pushing for and for those whose businesses are closing uh, over the weekends, for example, depending on which. So, so that feels like that's what normal is. But I think we have to be prepared to look, Dion, as you've just said, and this is the big one, is look beyond those things to what God really expects from us as opposed to what we expect from ourselves. Absolutely, Brad. And, you know, the, the, the sad thing is that the abnormality that we faced before COVID and even going into the pandemic, the, the spreading of a global virus, the immense suffering through sickness, but even the other pandemics that went with it, poverty, hunger, gender-based violence, mm. all of these things are based on a distorted view of the normal. You know, I, I just driving through to Stellenbosch again in the last couple of weeks or, or coming through on my bicycle or, or yeah. on my on my scooter, I can see people are getting more and more stressed. The traffic is getting a bit higher. Uh, you know, so we've, we've got to guard ourselves against these things. You know, we've got to create a sort of imagination which is inspired by the Spirit of God to say, how do we long to live? What kind of world do we long to live in? What kind of future do we want to create for our children? And the only future that will bring joy and peace is a future that's based upon trust and hope in God. We love that. Thank you so much, Dion. We, we appreciate your time this morning and your insights. And um, I'm going to make sure this podcast is available. Someone just send a message through Dion to say, I so love Romans 15, 13. What a privilege we have to know him and keep our eyes on the God of hope. So thanks for that message this morning. And Dion, just to let our listeners know, this conversation will be available as a podcast on kpulpa.co.za or our app. And you're welcome to listen to it again or share it with somebody. Thanks so much for your time this morning, Dion. Enjoy Stellenbosch. Thanks, my friend. Bless you. Bye then. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.